0: Hey, Rethink Retail listeners, have you heard about Retail's Golden Ticket event? On April 26th, Rethink Retail is heading to London, England to attend the Retail Technology Show, where Europe's leading retailers and tech providers will gather under one roof to explore the very best in retail innovation. The Retail Technology Show is a must-visit for retail and hospitality organizations that are looking for the right tools, the right solutions, and sound advice on how to run their businesses more effectively, more efficiently, and more profitably in a way that results in seamless multi-channel operations and enhanced customer experience. And better yet, you can get a free golden ticket to this event by registering at retailtechnologyshow.com slash rethinkretail. That's retailtechnologyshow.com/slash rethink Well,
1: greetings. I'm Jamie Tenser with Rethink Retail, and it's my uh, pleasure to be here at Shop Talk. I'm uh, here today to interview Peter Pernoday, who is the Global Head of Strategy and Corporate Affairs at Shea, the fashion retailer. Thank you. It's to
2: Great to be here with you today. And, uh,
1: so let's talk about that role, if you can, to kind of start things off. It's fairly new for you, am I right?
2: That's right. So I just assumed the role about three months ago. And in this role, I'm a member of our executive leadership team. I have responsibility for a broad portfolio, but principally my role is helping to achieve our strategic goals and objectives globally, and it's been a, a real exciting opportunity. I've got a lot to learn, but wonderful team. And I feel very well supported in this new role. Very well.
1: So can you talk about what some of those goals of the mission was? I'm sure you have a pretty full play with that kind of a description.
2: Yeah. So tell me about what you're working on. So I think one of the things that we're principally focused on is getting the message out about Shein and explaining our on-demand business model and how it is a model, we think, that brings a lot of new benefits to the retail space. And if I could explain it briefly, I think it derives from producing very small batches of garments and then offering those for sale and determining what actually sells and then only producing in bulk items that we know have a demonstrated demand for them. And what that's done is allow us to dramatically reduce excess inventory waste into near single digits. And by doing that, we're able to pass on very significant savings to our consumers and offer a wider variety of products to our customers. And so we can both delight our customers and do so at a very competitive price point.
1: So that's in the platform testing, if you will, testing and learning.
2: Yeah, exactly. We call it large scale test and learn. Now, looking at the sort in the machine website, it's massive. That's correct, yeah. So
1: I see this is an activity that's happening at a very high level, a very, just a lot of hands on right. a like continuous basis.
2: That's right. So we, we have 10,000 employees globally. We have very significant operations in the United States. We have a growing operation in the European Union, but obviously we have teams in Singapore where we're headquartered, and we also have teams in China. And those teams together are focused on really being a customer led company. Because we can measure demand in near real time, we can respond to trends, respond to fashion, respond to customer choice in a way that we think is really revolutionary and we're very proud of it. Yeah, well, so that 10,000 hit, does that include the makers? that that, that actually create product for you? So we we use third party suppliers and we have a tech enabled supply chain where we communicate with our suppliers through a proprietary supplier management platform. And that allows us to be what I like to call vertically or virtually vertically integrated, where we have the benefits of having very close relationships with suppliers. But at the same time, we have the flexibility of working with small and medium sized enterprises, many of whom have not been able to participate in a global fashion production, and now can because of this supplier management platform. So this business structure, what does it mean for lead times for ordering as compared to traditional season-oriented fashion? Yeah, so it really depends on the particular make and model of clothing. You know, some garments take more time to manufacture, some take less. And so depending on the type of garment, there may be a different lead time or not, but in some cases, we've been able to make it from design uh, into customers' hands in under a month. Wow. So that's the definition of fast fashion. Well, I think that we don't conceive of ourselves as fast fashion because we're so wasteless. So rather than producing 10,000 copies of a garment and hoping that you know, 70% of them will sell, we're producing 100 copies globally. And then we're only producing more if there's real demand. And so that's allowed us to in our view, be a little bit more sustainable and to lower the carbon impact of our business pretty dramatically because we're so low waste. So a big part of the story has been the rate of growth that you and us enjoy that it's talked about
1: quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. What what do you attribute that to the most?
2: So I think it's the customer-led component that I was talking about. So instead of having to race our customers or try to force a design philosophy or a design vision upon them, or really to encourage them to have a collection of some kind, we're able to respond to what they're actually are interested in, what trends they resonate with, how they self-express. We call this empowering them to participate in the beauty of fashion. And because of that, our customers are very loyal to us, and they really want to engage with us because they can self-express using our clothing. And, and we see that as the secret sauce, if you will. This customer-led journey we're on has been really beneficial to us from a growth perspective, we also think really beneficial to our customers. We're body positive. We have a wide range of sizing that fits all manner of morphologies. We are culturally sensitive and attuned, so we're able to meet people where they're at, and that has just uh, been a major driver of our business.
1: So that's reflected, I imagine, and from what I can observe, the imagery that you use on the size yes. display of yes. the would agree that we see a lot of different kinds of people that's modeling right. the product. That's right. George, is very and then to, to be a business at scale yes. scale that you are and hope to be, yes. that's very important don't exclude anyone.
2: We don't exclude anyone. We want to be the brand where anyone who wants to participate in the beauty of fashion can find their voice. And we don't stop with just our customers then. We've launched a program we call X, which is a program for new and upcoming designers, where they can work with our teams, they can contribute their designs, They continue to own the intellectual property for their designs, and our team will help them manufacture and market the products so they can start to share their vision and their voice with a new set of customers across our platform. And we've invested $55 million into this ChanX program. We've contributed $5 million in royalties to these new designers. We've grown the program from an initial seven in 2021 to over 3,000 worldwide today. And we hope to expand it even further and this coming weekend in Los Angeles, we're having our first global XianX platform where we're gonna have designers from all over the country come in to spend a day learning about how to do design, the business of fashion. We're gonna have other designers there. It'll be a great opportunity for people who are interested in participating in XianX or are already X designers to get together and learn more about the brand and our vision of really empowering everyone to be part of the fashion industry. That seems
1: like a great book for aspiring and is, it is, it is. It's a way for him to actually build their individual brand. Yeah. How do, how do you feel that accrues most for Shein's objective? I clearly you have a huge appetite for high quality, well-designed new product. That's right, that that's right. It?
2: So I think when, what drew me to Shen is that we have a very entrepreneurial focus. We want to empower people. We want to solve solve problems and come up with solutions for the retail industry. And our CEO is really driven by this. And I think our entire leadership team is behind it. So let's talk about the beauty of fashion. And so when we look at our communities, we look at our customers, we want to empower them. When we look at these designers, the X designers, we want to empower them. We have a campus ambassador program. We have 30,000 American college students who are learning to do marketing, learning about the fashion industry, have their own small businesses and we're committed to them as well. We're committed to our communities, to our sustainability efforts, and our uh, our work on a reducing waste in production, but also promoting circularity post-consumption. All of these things reflect our founder's vision of empowering a community, of being an entrepreneur, and bringing other entrepreneurs alongside it.
1: Well, shift gears a little bit because I want
2: to talk about supply chain issues. Yeah, but I want to go
1: back to the circularity if we have time. Of course, okay. Of course. So, So every company I can think of is still recovering from the shock of the COVID-19 era, the supply chain interruptions, problem with shipping that happened, all the containers being on the wrong side of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. how, how did Sheehan confront me. that? And, and as it, it led to some insights about how to operate gofold?
2: So we think that the COVID-19 pandemic has posed real challenges for supply chains across the industry, across industries, not just in, in fashion or retail. One of the things that we are very proud of is because we have that supplier management system that I was talking about, we have this digitally led supply chain that's quite flexible and adaptable. So if a particular supplier goes down, we can identify a secondary supplier or a tertiary supplier that is able to also provide the goods in near real time using this flexible supply chain model. And so that allowed us to continue to produce with our supplier partners at speed and at scale during the COVID-19 pandemic. I think another component is because we're so focused on reducing friction for our customers, we've really focused on air freight as a primary form of transit. And so while we do do some container shipping, the bulk of our entries are through air freight, and that's allowed us to avoid some of the bottlenecks and ports that others encounter.
1: And speed,
2: well, It helps
1: that lots of your product imperatively light in weight. That's right, that's right categories right. of goods that, yeah. that had to come by check. That's right, that's right.
2: A nice t-shirt and a refrigerator are different different, different sets of logistics challenges.
1: Very well, Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, So let's talk a little more about, I guess, two things, the circularity. And I want to ask you a little bit about the physical store.
2: Absolutely, that's what i about.
1: But circularity is an interesting idea. The idea that, that garments will have a second or the third life and finding their way back. Now, Cheyenne maybe doesn't have to do this, provide a, a mechanism for for its products to be sold, but apparently you made that part of the strategy in a significant way. So, so
2: what's the reason, and how are you making it? So, as I mentioned, our leadership team's vision is to promote circularity, and we found that one avenue to do that is secondary resale or re-exchange. Re- so, in 2022, we launched something called the Xian Exchange, which is a platform accessible on our mobile site and our website where customers who've purchased Xi'an clothing and are at the end of that clothing life with them can resell it to other potential customers and Xi'an customers. And this is what we're trying to promote, the concept of circularity in our garments. We think that's a key element to solving some of the long-term challenges that we all face as citizens of the planet. Encouraged by the response to your customer base It's, so it's been positive, it's been
1: positive. Right. Yeah. Okay, good. So the last thing, and because I literally opened my New York Times yesterday to see a big double spread ad about retail super modern retail in dubai and one of the tenants i gather is going to be a pop-up that's right that's right right? so what can you say about that i know that you don't have a a heavy physical retail but uh, there must be a reason why you want to be in dubai
2: so we think that as our customers engage with the brand that they want to have multiple types of experiences one of those types of experiences, obviously the online component and that will continue to remain the core of our business but we've also observed that we get good brand engagement through physical retail papa so these are temporary stores often open only three to five days where customers can come and they can see our brand imagery they can see what we think the trends are headed they can touch and feel the clothing and see if it's high quality well made and really have a, an experience with the brand and I think that's what, what you're referring to, or the Dubai pop-up store. In 2022, we had 40 pop-ups globally. We had over 10,000 customers visit the stores, and we're very thrilled with that model. And our, our customers seem to be too, but as of now, there are no plans to, to open permanent retail establishments. We're, we're gonna focus on being an online-only business. Both well, great. I just wanna thank you for making time here for Rethink
1: Retail. James Tensor with Peter Pernoday. And uh, thank, thank you very much for, we'll you. Thank, thank you. For thank you for having us.
0: Thank you for listening to the Rethink Retail podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, apply at rethink.industries slash podcast guest. That's rethink.industries slash podcast guest. Follow us on Twitter at Rethink underscore retail and show some love by subscribing, reviewing on iTunes podcast app until next time.